Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 125 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week we're going to Gorey in County Wexford and we're going to say hello to a lady called Tracy Fitzpatrick, a woman that enjoyed uh, plenty of success uh, last weekend. We'll get to that shortly, but uh, firstly, Tracy, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Hi, Barry. Thanks very much for having me on. Yeah, look, it's um, it's always great to catch up with all the the various, um, I suppose, the all the passionate uh, greyhound supporters all over the country, and you know, I suppose, look, um, Enniscarty, one of your local tracks, and it's been a, a very busy time down there over the course of the last uh, couple of weeks with high class racing going on. So it must have been very enjoyable. It was brilliant, yeah, brilliant, excellent card of racing there on Sunday night. Um, you couldn't ask for better, like. Yeah, and of course, um, you know the uh, the 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 big showpiece there, the um, decider, of course, the uh, Michael Fortune uh, Memorial Future Champion, which is always um, you know one of the highlights on Inniscarty. So I would imagine you know when it's that time of year, um, you know, as I said, wicked excitement going on. Oh, there was yeah, and a great crowd there. So it was, it was a very enjoyable night racing, and there was five finals on the card that night as well. So it was great, like. Yeah, certainly wasn't easy to win, I'd say. And um, look, I suppose we'll start about you know recent success because you had three runners on the card in Scarty on Sunday night, and that you came home with uh, three winners. That must have been a night to remember. I did. Yeah, it was brilliant. I was delighted with him. Um, I put a lot of work into him there over the last few weeks, so the work paid off. Thank God. Brilliant stuff, and I suppose look, we might just give um, each individual um, winner uh, a mention be- before we move on, Tracy. Let's start with your your first winner of the night. Came nice and early, so you were you were on the score sheet early there on on, on Sunday night. Yeah, Libby Diver was the the first winner I had. Yeah, he's a lovely dog, real genuine. He has great early pace, so that's a big help in winning races. Um, Droopy's newbie was the second winner I had. Um, She's only really coming back because she was off for a year there. So I was delighted with her getting across the line. And then I had um, Libby's Dolly in the last race. And um, she had been off for a year as well. She had fractured her hock and came in season. So it's great to get her back. Like, Yeah, there must have been massive um, satisfaction out of that. Um, because look, I suppose for, for everyone in, in, involved in the in the sport all over the country, you get one winner. It's fantastic if you can pull off, you know, a double. It's something you're you're talking about for quite some time. But to send out three runners there on, on Sunday night and come home with a triple, as I said, um, certainly was a night to remember. Yeah, absolutely delighted with him. You know, because all the hard work does pay off. And if you treat them well, they'll treat you well. That's what I always say anyway. Yeah, that's very well put. And I suppose, look, um, just for for I suppose our listeners that mightn't be too f- familiar with the um Inniscarty track, I know it's kind of a, a tough ru- tough running circus, and I suppose it's uh, a bit of a slogan out the stage. If you can do clocking in Inniscarty, you'll do it anywhere. You will, yeah. You can go anywhere if you can if you can do a clocking in Inniscarty, you can go to any track you want because it's it's um it's a tough surface. Like, not that the surface is tough; it's more so it's a staying track. Like, you know, you're starting on a hill and finishing on a hill, so. You can go where you want if you can win in there, do you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. And um, talk to us about the uh, future champion and Michael Fortune Memorial on race final because um, it delivered a, a very exciting finish, just a, a short head separating the, the front two at the line. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, Haki Carlo, he's a ferociously paced dog. Like, when he hits the third bend, he starts to roll. Like, But the whole field were brilliant. Every single dog in that, like, there wasn't a bad dog in it, you know? 
Yeah, that's exactly it. I'd say he'll have a, a big future ahead. Would you think so, the, the winner? Yeah, big future. And I'd say over seven bends now, he'll be he'll be hard to beat. Very good. And of course, uh, tell us what's next then. Um, you just have uh, a couple of racing at the moment, you were telling me, off air. Yeah, I um, I have three racing there and I have one on race, bitch. She's actually a full sister to, to Hacka Carlo that won the champion on race stake on Sunday night. So I have big prospects for her. Hopefully everything works out. Very good. And do you do you race um always at Enniscarty or do you, do you go elsewhere? Um, mainly my local track. Um, sometimes I go to Warford and sometimes to Shelburne, but mainly the local track. I support local track, like. Brilliant stuff. And um, take us back to the very start, damn Tracy. Where did your love and passion come for greyhound racing? Um, I was involved in greyhounds all my life, Barry. Um, I used to go visit my grandparents and my uncle Pat and Shay came to the bred and reared greyhounds. So the love came from there. I started off, I'd say, about eight or nine years of age. I was leading up dogs and betting on the toast and going in on every Monday and Thursday night to my local track. So I couldn't wait to get my own one. And that's where it all started. Yeah, like like the rest of us. So, um, and, and just in terms of, um, you know, the, the sport itself, have you been involved so for a long time? You have in, in terms of ownership and training your own couple? Yeah, I have, yeah. I, I started off there probably around 16 or 17. I had my own dogs and I had a trainer's licence there for a few years and now I just I just train my own and breed a bit usually every year. like. And of course, Tracy, um, you know, it's very hard to come across um, good dogs. Obviously, you know, the, the three winners that you had on Monday night are competing at a high level and, um, you know, it, it isn't easy to come across these, you know, high-graded dogs. I'm very, to be honest now. And especially when you're trying to breed them yourself and, you know, when you're only breeding one litter a year, you're depending on to get the good ones, like. Yeah, that... Then two of the winners were my own homebred ones and, you know, it's a great achievement when you can rear them up and, and get them across the line, like. Yeah, for sure is. And um, will they be back in action now soon, Tracy? They will, yeah. They will, yeah. They'll be, they'll be out now in the next week or two, so hopefully... Good stuff. And in terms of your, your local track, um, in Escarty overall, tell us um, how, how that's um, been going. Because obviously I know there was a, you know, I think it's is it every year there's a short spell where there, there's no racing, but it looks to be um, back up and running now and uh, must be going well. It is. It's going very well, Barry. It's, it's a great track and it's, it's coming up on its 98th birthday celebrations now on the 3rd of August. So that's brilliant for them. And like they always... Um, have puppy events there every six weeks and the management are geared on improving the track all the time do you know very good um, sounds very positive down there and uh, tell us Tracy going forward what are your hopes and, and plans obviously look I suppose the, the key always is to win as many races going f- forward but um, I'm, I'm sure you'll be looking for, for plenty of success I hopefully yeah hopefully that the four I have do well like and that the on race bitch I have big prospects for her so if, hopefully everything works out with her and maybe breed her down the line. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, I suppose um, you know, in, in terms of breeding, she looks like she could be a great breeding prospect. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's she's very well bred now, and she's qualified, so she should be running like over the next four weeks. So we'll we'll see how that goes. That's the job. Um, look, we we'll keep a close eye on her. Um, over the the course of the next couple of months, uh, wishing you uh, plenty more success going forward. It was a, a remarkable achievement to pull off that um stunning triple in Enniscorthy on Sunday night, and um. It was great speaking to you on the podcast and uh, wishing you continued success in the world of greyhound racing. 
Perfect. Thanks a million, Barry, for having me. Now we're going to move on to part two of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. And uh, we're going to welcome a man that enjoyed big race success down in Enniscorthy at the weekend. And that, of course, is uh, trainer Dave Burke. So firstly, Dave, thanks for taking time out to join us on the podcast. Thanks, Barry. Thanks very much for having me on. And of course, um, always great to be, I suppose, talking to a guest that's um, enjoyed plenty of, uh, you know, recent success and, you know, to win the big one down in Enniscorthy there on, on Sunday night must have been a big occasion for yourself and all connected to your kennels. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic, Barry. Yeah, it was great to win. Um, he, he ran very well, the dog, and he's, um, he's a great little dog. And um, delighted for the owner, Javier Yan, who's had a lot of dogs. And, uh, he gave me a chance to train these, so look, it's worked out well so far, and, yeah. And of course, just tell us a small bit about the dog before we, we touch on the big win there on Sunday night, Dev. I got him, um, uh, Javier uh, bought him and his brother, Hecke Luigi and Hecke Carlo. Uh, he bought him off uh, the Dowlings and um, Pat Buckley asked me to school him, you know, but he didn't have room to, to train him. So he, he asked uh, Javier if he'd give me a chance to train him. So look, it's worked out very well. Um, they came in fantastic condition from Dowlings and Fairness and I had very little to do really uh, Lovely temperament, the two of them, and um, that Benny McEntons, which is kind of a new sire, but really nice, uh, lovely dogs in the kennels, and we gave them a few trials, and Javier was anxious to go to Inniscarty. Um I wasn't so sure at the time, but turns out he was right, um, you know, so delighted for him, especially, you know, he's a lot, he's a lot put into the game. Yeah, and before we we just talk maybe about competition as a whole because he did deliver some stunning performances and you know powerful displays throughout the event. Just give our listeners a small bit of background um, about yourself and uh, your involvement with our great sport. Yeah, I'm um, I'm from a place called Lula, county of Mickey's near Tipperary Town. Which is in the my my grandfather had dogs. My father Kieran had dogs. <coughs> a lot of people in Limerick know him. My uncle James Shamas I call him would be big involved in course and circles and. Um, Look, I had the book from a young age. I remember going to Limerick, the track in Limerick, uh, the old track, as a child, and it was great times. And um, I kind of got back involved there about 15 years ago. I was out for a while, and uh, so I got my license there about three months ago. I got at the dogs kind of full time now, there and schooling and training as well. So. Look, I'm enjoying it so far, anyway. And when you have a success like that, it makes it a lot easier, you know. Yeah, exactly. And as you said, just for you know, to take out your trainer's license over the course of the last couple of months and go on and you know win the future champion of Michael Fortune Memorial on race staff final. It's a bit of a fairy tale story already. It is, yeah, it is. And I suppose for a fellow like me, you know, I would have sold everything, you know, sold, which is no pressure on me with this dog because you know you'd be pissed with people trying to buy dogs off you, and uh, it's it's fantastic for me. You know, it's there's no pressure really. It's great. It's fantastic, you know, for me to have a dog like that. Yeah, and I suppose look for for the likes of myself and other people that were were following the the course of of the event over the course of the last couple of weeks. And in fairness, he did look one of the you know the standout greyhounds throughout the event. And you know, as I said, a real powerful performer. And you know, he was putting on you know big finishes throughout the event. So, um, you know, clearly a very very fast animal. Yeah, very much so. Actually, he won four of the five heats, but I think it was the night that he was third was his most impressive because he got a bang at the third bend and he went back into fifth position, but he still got up to third, which was, which really won it for him, you know. Obviously, from looking at him, five to five is, is probably not long enough for him, you know, so we'll have to try and step him up a bit in distance. So, you know, that's the plan in here going forward. So he's, he's a real powerful dog, really, really powerful dog. I think he's, he's not too until September, which is the big thing, you know. Yeah, exciting times we might just have the uh, commentary from the final so bear with us Dave while we um, look back on this great final there in Enniscarty on, on Sunday night 
to Fate Point Jet, three Hacker Carlo, four Glengar Martha, five Vivaro Billy Boy, and six is Basmanto. Here up behind traps. Racing, good start in the middle by three. Haka Carlo leads into the opening turn, but there goes two. Fate Point Jetton on his inside one. Burgess Supreme battling for the lead. Haka Carlo's desperately close on the outside in third, but up front, and it is one. Burgess Supreme, Haka Carlo, and two. Fate Point Jet. Then comes six. Basmanto, but on the third bend and one. Burgess Supreme continues to lead, but here comes three. Haka Carlo off the final turn. Burgess Supreme, but Haka Carlo is gathering a real head of steam up the inside to the line. Haka Carlo and one, Burgess Supreme. Back in third was two, Fate Point Jet. The winning time, 28-87. What a final. Desperately ties at the finish, but it looks like Hacker Carlo may have just got there. Yeah, what a fantastic uh, final there. Of course, commentary by um, Ian Fortune, who made the trip to Enniscorthy there um, on Sunday night. Um, obviously, Dave, look, he'd produced a, a very good start, but I suppose you were just, you know, praying that he'd get around the opening couple of corners, you know, with, without any interference. And once he did, I'm sure you were always pretty confident that he'd get the job done. Yeah, now, JJ's dog, are you friendly with JJ? The Burgess dog stuck it out farewell to, to stay ahead of him. But when he was at the third bend in the position, I fancied him to win it, but because uh, he comes home so strong. But it took him a while now to get past the ball. Just uh, he he went very well now, I have to say. And it was nice enough to finish. But by the pick up, he was nearly five or six ahead. You know, it just shows the power he has coming home. You know. Yeah, without a doubt, it must have been a great uh, occasion there in Enniscorthy at the weekend. Yeah, fantastic. And um, the people, the track below, there, you know, they're making a great effort down there between the track and and the lovely people, very accommodating social media and everything you know it's, 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 uh, it's great to see a small track pulled together like the way they do it's great in fairness without a doubt and um, you know he, he looks like a dog of course that will be you know hopefully seen to great effect at uh, Shelburne Park in the coming weeks and coming months yeah uh, that's the plan anyway uh, Barry we're going to bring up to Shelburne and um, Javier is anxious maybe <coughs> all going we'll give him a couple of trials hopefully but he's, he's uh, we're thinking about maybe the Shelburne 600 you know it'd be a distance that would suit him but it might hopefully we'd be able to get him up to Shelburne before that so we'll see we'll see we'll see how we go but look the World Disease Ice as I say he's not two until September so there's a lot of options Yeah exciting times ahead for sure there Dave and uh, you know elsewhere before we finish up I suppose um, you know you're you're always I suppose open for a phone call for a good dog and I'm sure you, you'll be kept busy now especially after landing that big one because I suppose you know everyone is, is following all these big on race competitions yeah, look, I've had a lot of uh, phone calls from friends and, and, and people in the Greyhound game. It's been fantastic, you know, very supportive and everything, yeah. Listen, you'd never say no to a good dog, obviously, but uh, they had to come by, you know, they had to come by, you know. Javier Jerry has a couple of more dogs been to me since, and um, look, so hopefully I, Peter and Charles Sutcliffe have a couple of dogs along to them as well, and uh, a couple of bitches that were breeding off and uh, racing, so... They've been very helpful, and Pat Buckley's always always been a great supporter of mine and his family, you know. So hopefully, listen, we never say no to good dog. Very exactly. And finally, before we finish up, have you have you many for racing at the moment, Dave? I have about um, four or five at the minute. I have a bitch going uh, tomorrow night in Shelburne there, uh, Ruffin Angel, and I have the two hackers, and then Jerry has another bitch coming on there soon and uh, going in the unraced in Kilkenny. So look a few there to go so hopefully hopefully we'll uh, could re- reproduce a few wins and keep the, keep the show on the road you know so but he's the star of the show at the minute anyway. yeah fantastic look um, that was um, you know a, a, an unbelievable success there at the weekend congratulations on that once again I think that's about it Dave anything else you'd like to add before we finish up right, no thank you thanks very much and look hopefully the dog keep an eye on him hopefully he'll um, 
hopefully he'll, he'll fulfil his potential you know that's what I'd be hoping for yeah look I'm sure he will look it was great speaking with you um, today Dave on the podcast uh, wishing you you know continued success in the world of greyhound racing and we look forward to following your, your training career over the, the course of the, the coming months and coming years thanks very much Ray. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash talking dogs